day 10 of the Natsu Basho. This is the Sumo Mainichi podcast. I am Amy. I'm here with Dave. How are you? Yeah, good. I mean, it's Tuesday. It's day 10. Yep. Do you know, I, I do feel I do have a bit of a dip. Yeah, you said yesterday for Monday that you're week. a bit down. And, and I've, gone a, a little bit? I've gone a little bit lower. <laughs> but I can, I can really, now that we've hit day 10, I can really see myself coming back. The thing is, you've got to give yourself somewhere to go from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's really exciting coming up to Nakabe because people are approaching <laughs> their, you know, the first Kachikoshi and you're starting to see how the Basho is going to play yeah, out. Yeah. And then, honestly, we start work again on Monday and we just, like, help <laughs> us. <laughs> and yes. then it gears up again to, to day 14 and 15 yeah. on the weekend where we go absolutely bananas and have to take the next Monday <laughs> off. <laughs> All right. Well, no news is good news today. So let's talk about Jirio. Tohakuryu, he was uh, in the leader pack, but he dropped off it today after going down to Daishoho in a bit of a weak fashion, actually. Tohakuryu is seven and three now, but our little buddy, Bushozan, we love him, and he disposed of Kyokutaisei, poor old Kyokutaisei yeah. today, to move to eight and two, a big kachikoshi for Bushozan, his first at Jirio in two attempts. Yeah, well, he went seven and eight last time. So great to see him on day 10 already getting his kachikoshi. Love this guy. I don't know what it is about him, but I do like his sumo and I like his face. Yeah, that's enough for me. And I like how round he is. Four losses in a row <laughs> for Kyokutaisei. Oh, he's picked up a little bit of form. He got an Oshidashi win against Jokori to move to six and four. So good news for him. Mitoriu, he was up against Yutakiyama and absolutely did not give him a chance to do sumo today in a one-sided affair. I wondered whether Yutakiyama uh, felt rushed at the start of this. He didn't. He had a bad touchy eye anyway. I, I think you're right. The touchy eye wasn't good, but. You don't normally see him dip out of a match like this. Yeah, it was absolutely nothing from him. He's six and four, perhaps a little disappointing overall so far. Mitoriu, he's seven and three. Ura was against Kyokushuho today and it was over in a split second as Ura went low at the touchy eye and didn't need to do much as Kyokushuho <laughs> stumbled forward and went down. This one... At full speed, when I was watching it for the first time, I'm like, wow, Ura must have done something down there. Yeah. But on the replay, it was the thought of him going yeah. low that caused uh, Kodoshuho to go down. It Kyokushuho, was, I should say. It was uh, kind of just Ura's hand. He just put his hand on his body, but I don't think there was any pushing <laughs> or um, any forward motion at all with they, that. They did give it a kimarete. I think it was a tsukiyotoshi. I can't yeah, quite remember what I it was, so. but I'm, I'm sure they were um, trying to make up a narrative for that one. <laughs> Kachikoshi for Ura, great news for him. He's eight and two, of course, and uh, looking looking promising for Ura. Enho, well, he came up to the doyo yet again. Every day we think he's going to go Kujo. Uh, well, not so much anymore, actually. And today he shrugged off his injuries. He was slapping, pushing and pulling Takagenji around the doyo and he found a way to win. He's 3-7. Well, I mean, we saw everything from Enho today. The footwork looked good. He seemed to be able to generate a lot of strength from that elbow. Yeah, it was impressive. pushing sumo, wasn't it? Was it was pushing sumo. It was and the other thing is he came out looking for a thrusting attack. He wasn't trying to finish it quickly. Yep. He didn't duck in super low. He didn't no. go around to the side. He met, and meaning Takagenji head on is, is very brave at the best of times. There is a size difference there between those two. So impressive stuff from Enho. 
He's three and seven, as I mentioned, on the road to Kachikoshi. What else can he pull off in the <laughs> remaining days? Chiona Orr extended his win streak to seven as Daishomaru overbalanced and put his hands onto the doyo. Well, yeah, so some big bouts in terms of the U show. On eight wins, we have Chiona Orr, who you just mentioned then. We have Ura and we have Bushozan. Yep, so Juro one, Juro two. And, and Juro 15, or 14, 14. Is it? <laughs> right? And there are a few Rikishi behind those three on seven wins, Mitoryu, Tohakuryu, and Nishiki Fuji. Oh, he's appeared. Who has been, well, I should say, we didn't mention him, but he did look good today. Yeah. He's six wins in a row now. Yep. Right. After a one and three start. So well, I think we're heading towards another exciting uh, end to Jurio, which we're getting more and more used to yeah, as time goes all on. all the action is in Jurio <laughs> in the final days, that's for sure. That's right. Well, let's move on to Makuchi, the top division. The first bout of the day was Akua against Jurio visitor Azamaru. This was an even touchy eye, but Akua is able to turn Azamaru with an arm grab and continue rotating him over the bales for an Oshidashi win. I love this move from Akua, the arm grab, hauling Azamaru across the doyo, which is no mean feat. He's a big guy. This is another golden win for Akua. He's at Maegashira 17. We're watching every win with the binoculars. He's four and six at the moment. Still got a ways to go. Azamaru at Jurio 3 is three and seven. Ishiura was up next against Okonumi. Ishiura went high at the touchy eye, but Okonumi handles this easily and starts stepping Ishiura backwards towards the bales. Ishiura sensed this bout was getting away from him here and he stepped back sharply and pulled, but Okonumi was untroubled by this move and he moved in and pushed Ishiura over the bales. Oshidashi win for Okonumi. Yeah, another win for him. Very important. He will want to get up. He's seven and three. I wrote down a while ago earlier in this basho that today was his 1,200 career bouts. Is that actually true? I don't know. <laughs> I forgot to look it up. That's a lot though. It's a lot. He's been going for a while. Uh, I tried to look it up in that time. I like I... this number that may or may not be true is That's certainly right a lot. Well, I can confirm that you are right. How did you get his... that so quickly? I couldn't find it. Oh, I just remembered. Yeah. Uh, it... Counted them. In his 97th basho, yeah. Uh, 1,200 bouts, he's won 614, lost 589 and has 32 days of annual leave during that time. <laughs> well, he gets a win with Ishira taking himself out. It wasn't the greatest of pulls there. Okunumi, as I said, seven and three and Ishira five and five. Chiyomaru up against Teretsuyoshi next. Teretsuyoshi went low at the touchy eye. Chiyomaru, as we've seen him do all this basho, attacks high. Chiyomaru was trying to lift Teretsuyoshi up, getting under his armpits, but Teretsuyoshi was defending. He was able to grab the front of the belt, swing to the side, and throw the big man down for a very nice-looking Shitate Hineri uh Underarm twist, twist down. Yeah, yeah. Win I always for him. I always think that uh, Kimarite are hineri that with the twist. Like I feel like I see the twist more often than they actually call that yeah. Kimarite. So it was really good to see one, so I could see what the what they were looking for when they found the twist. Chimaru perhaps not quite so powerful off the touchy eye today. He did stand up, like you said, and try to go forward, but it didn't. It just like that power he had on well, other days. It's been working and. But it's been working against bigger opponents yeah, and Teretsuyoshi was just uh, too quick there. Teretsuyoshi, four and six with that win. Chiyomaru, six and four. 
Shimano Umi up against Kaisei was our next bout of the day. This was a very slow touchy eye, and we saw Kaisei force Shimano Umi backwards. Shimano Umi was forced to move along the bales to stay in this one. Shimano Umi went on the counter attack, but the slow and deliberate sumo from Kaisei today is good, and there is just no room for escape as Kaisei lumbers forward and takes Shimano Umi over the bales. Yori Kitty. Battle of the Orange Mawashis won a beautiful bright sunset orange and won a muted late sunset oh, orange. I would have said more of a rusty orange. Oh, but rusty, nice. Yeah. Very oh, thank nice. You, thank you. Doesn't work with your sunset sunrise thing. I or... think I said sunset for both, but you know. <laughs> yeah, you can have you know rusty I mean. sunsets. <laughs> I would buy rusty sunset paint. Uh, Kaisei, yeah, you persevered here. Shimano Umi continuing his much more passive sumo. Can't seem to find that movement that he often that often picks him up a win. He's four and six. Kaisei five and five. Koroeko and Kagiyaki were up next. It was a solid touchy eye and they lock up in the middle of the doyo. Koroeko did a good job of defending against Kagiyaki getting underneath his arms, which we know he is always looking for. When Kagiyaki lent in for the attack. Koroeko moves in close. He grabs the belt now and he's attacking hard. Kagiyaki is on the bales, manages to get himself off, but Koroeko is sticking to him like glue here and he moved in to finish this one off, Yori Kitty. Yeah, Kagiyaki had a bit of an um, arm lock on Koroeko. I always think that must hurt so much. Koroeko did really well to deal with that. Um, Kagiyaki trying to throw him with that, but... I thought Kodoeko was in trouble. He did manage to get out of it. He looked strong today, activated all of his 12,000 muscles. How many muscles are there in the body? No, we're not going to get into that. He's six and four. Kagiyaki, four and six. The next bout of the day was Tsurugisho and Chiyotaryu. Chiyotaryu opened up with a face slap, which uh, you don't see all that often these days. Slapping Tsurugisho. Well, firstly, that's not on. Secondly, we used to call this the Hakuho special because Hakuho yeah. went for a long time slapping his opponent's face as he came in at the touchy eye. And probably still would if he could well, get up on the day at the moment. I'm sure he'd love to slap a few faces out there. But today it was Chiyotaru doing the slapping. Tsurugisho gave ground but cleverly strengthened his grip on Chiyotaru's arm as he stepped back and swung Chiyotaru to the ground. He completely reversed this one. Yeah, very clinical Kodanage. I know if it was this easy to actually do this against this forward move, it would happen all the time against Chiyotari. But it really did look planned and fluid from Tsurugisho uh, today. Interesting planned. I, I mean, it's not something you see Tsurugisho go for a lot, but you're right, against Chiyotari, it's surprising more people don't try. Yeah, I think so. You take him, take him in the embrace, welcome him in, and then leave him on the mm. on the ground. He did a beautiful job of that today. Tsurugisho stays on the road to Kachikoshi. Mm -hmm. Only four, or actually five more to go. You can do it. You, <laughs> you can, can do, do it. it. Uh, he's three and seven. Chiyotaru is still looking for that Kachikoshi. He's eight, uh, seven and three, not eight and three quite yet. <laughs> Kodnawaka was up next against Endo. And at the touchy eye, Kodnawaka takes the time to give uh, Endo's face a little bit of a slap as Endo approaches out of the touchy eye. But really... He should have spent that time getting his feet set as the endo thrusting attacks were effective. Kodnawaka was just blown back here and he was forced to step over the bales. No chance to do anything here, was there? Not really. I, I didn't... I mean, endo's so dangerous at the moment. Kodnawaka should have 
known what was going to come at him here. That's right. I, I, I love that thing about not wasting time on the slap. He really, he wasn't ready to go when Endo came forward and it showed. Endo, that's his kachikoshi. Everyone very proud of him. It means that we get one of our favourite things in the world, which is an Endo interview. Now, I didn't see the interview. I didn't see it either, but um, apparently blew off a question and was just like, I mean, he's famously known for being very reticent in talking in his interviews and he's just like, nah, maybe. There's something with Endo. I mean, I'll admit I'm quite critical of his consistency. But when he's doing well, something stirs within me. Yes, I totally agree. And it's what I was feeling about Mitakumi as well. And I think it's because of their consistency, we feel a little bit let down because we do get on this, not even a hype train. Like we we think they do great sumo, basically. We think they're really good. When they win, it excites us and it looks really cool. So we get on board and then they just sort of disappoint us with their consistency. It reminds me, we were lucky enough to have an interview with Mickey, uh, the English language translator for NHK Sports, and she thought Endo would be the next Yokozuna or would make a good Yokozuna just because of the, uh, what's the right word? Like the spirit of the sumo. The spirit of sumo. The sumo do. The sumo do. That's right. She spoke about the spirit that he embodies. And you see Endo this time around, you can really agree with that. Well, it always, it's an interesting dichotomy for me because I love seeing the the emotion and the little sparks of personality like you see in Tobizaru and, you know, all, a lot of guys nowadays. But Endo is that stable. He's so stoic. Stoic, you know, spirit of sumo guy yeah. who just moves on you never see very much strapping or taping or anything on his body like even he must get injured like everybody else and you yeah. hear hear rumors about injury but nobody speaks about him very much he does ads you see him on ads and stuff <laughs> i mean he looks great in a photo he because knows how to work face, a, yeah. a photo shoot <laughs> i mean guy. his face is generally acknowledged <clears throat> to be very beautiful it is very beautiful I mean, it's been a long time since he's been up in Sanyaku. It was 2018 in May where he was Komasubi for only one basho. Yeah. Uh, he went three yes. wins, 10 losses and two days off in the middle there. Yeah. Um, and since then, he has been on a bit of a slide, uh, found his way back to Komasubi in 2019 and has just been hanging around the middle Maegashira ranks for a while. 8-2 after day 10 is probably one of his better performances in the last few years, just looking over his records. Um, We're back on. We're back on We the are track. back on board. Endo, well done. Kodnawaka, he was 5-5. Five and five. Oh, and that other guy he fought yeah. as well. Kodnawaka. <laughs> the next bout was Tochinoshin up against Daimami. Daimami single-mindedly goes for the belt out of the touchy eye, but his head was down. He wasn't paying attention. And Tojinoshin simply ushered Daimami over the bales with a push on the shoulder and then a push on the back at Tsukiyotoshi win for him. I like the cleanness of this win as well, like the Tsurugisho bout. Sometimes a really clean, quick win is satisfying, do you think? Oh, absolutely. But I think Daimami played himself here. Uh-huh. I mean, Tojinoshin didn't have to do a lot. Yeah, I think Daimami overcommitted to that belt at the start and he just left himself nowhere to go when he didn't get it. Well, he's seen everyone else get on Tochinoshin's <laughs> yeah. belt now. He's like, I want to go. I can beat him with the belt too, guys. It's I'm true. I'm big. I'm bigger than everyone thinks I am. It's true. 
Todd Nashin did stop Diamami rolling off the doyo, which was nice. Oh, did you see that? Beautiful. No, I didn't. He sort of, he really had to haul him back on, just really tugged and he, he didn't fall down. So I thought that was really nice. Todd Nashin, he's still on the road with that win. He's got his backpack on and he's walking stick and the, the dust is flying around his head and he's batting away flyers, but he's still on it. Diamami is five wins, five losses. Hidenumi was up next against Tamawashi, and I have to say there was nothing to see mm. here. Tamawashi drove forward at the Tachiai, plants his hands on Hidenumi's chest and walks him back over the bales. It's Kyujo time. Yeah, I reckon. It's a real shame. Oh, it's a real it's a shame. massive shame. He's up at six. He was going okay. He might finish with four wins if he doesn't go Kyujo. I mean, he will if he does. But... um. <laughs> He obviously can't mount a defence when he's being pushed back, plus he can't really push forward. So, yeah. so he's always going to be on the defence. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the toe might get better. I really can't remember. I feel like my little toe that I talked about when I fell down the stairs, I feel like it was painful for weeks. Well, you know, I mean, we've all stubbed our little toe. Well, the stub, it's not a stub. Like yeah, well, the stub but, goes away pretty quickly. Yeah, but it's stub times 10. Yeah, it's stub times probably 50. Probably 50, yeah. Yeah. It really, really hurts because the bone's actually <laughs> broken, right? Oh, we did well, have that well, argument about Well, it's dislocated anyway. Dislocated Can you break it? No, anyway, right. Tamashi, <laughs> six and four with that win. Hidenumi, four and six. Chiyashoma and Ichinojo were up next. Ichinojo comes out of the touchy eye hot, but Chiyashoma is ready. He stands Ichinojo up and then slaps down hard. Ichinojo somehow keeps his feet here, but he's in all sorts of trouble as Chiyoshoma circles around, gets behind Ichinojo and escorts him out. Okuridashi. This was a really weird bout for me. There was a mutter. Oh, there was. Yeah. yeah. So Ichinojo sort of jumped forward and gave him an extra push and... Then for the second the second time he went, he just seemed to have no energy. And it was the most Okuri Dashi of yeah. Okuri Dashis. Yeah. Like he gave up four steps before the end. I don't know. It was just one of those. Uh, yeah. Like do you think he was definitely out or do you think he could have done something on No, I think he was definitely out. I, I, I feel like over the last few days we've seen Ichi Nojo trying out a new style of sumo, which is to try to generate some speed. Mm. I know... You, you said his touchy eye wasn't as fast as the mutter that happened before, but he's still committing to moving forward. Yeah, definitely. I think Chia Shorman knew that though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was just a bit of a weird. The yeah, second yeah, yeah. round was was looked weird, and I just thought he gave up way too early. But he is known for when he feels like he's done. He's, <laughs> he's done. <laughs> been beaten. That's it. You cannot make him take another yep. step. He's seven and three. So only needs one more win for that Kachikoshi. I think he'll get there. Chiyoshoma, he's six and four. Up next, Danny Boy Aoyama against Takara Fuji. Now, I was watching the Abema coverage this afternoon and we learnt a very, very interesting fact about Aoyama Ooh. in the uh, pre-bout discussion. He has a toy poodle called oh, Modi. Really? Yes. So is a toy poodle one of... That's one of the small ones. I looked up uh, pictures of them online. Yeah. yeah. They're like what you think of as poodles. A poodle, But yeah. quite small. Because well, I think people are, there are those crossbred, oh, like big ones now. No. Cavoodle and. Yeah, not that. Not that. Like small. a tiny one. Oh. I mean, it makes you like you more, right? Well, it absolutely does. Absolutely. And I, I actually like Aoyama a lot, so. I know. It makes me like him <laughs> a whole lot. <laughs> All right. Aoyama, he was up against Takara Fuji today. 
Uh, Aoyama steams out of the touchy eye. It's great to see him on the front foot, but Takarafuji defended well here. Let's his feet slide back while maintaining complete control. He holds Aoyama off momentarily, then pulls his weight back, pulls Aoyama to the ground. A Tsukiyotoshi win for Takarafuji. He tried the, the old push and pull again, but they fought each other 25 times. So Takarafuji, I think he, he knew what was coming, even though he's only beaten Aoyama four times before this. Well, see, this Out of step, 25. Run us through this step again. This yeah, well, I can't that, believe it. So... Aoyama has won 21, 21. times. Yeah. Yep. Takarafuji four and now five. That's unbelievable. Isn't it? So I feel like he's been dumped to the ground so many times that he's just like, right, you're coming back from injury. You're not doing this to me again. I'm prepared. Yeah. Well, let's try to put a positive spin on this. It's day 10. This is Aoyama's first loss. Oh, very positive. Visit, very positive. Yeah. His one win. One loss and eight days off. <laughs> Takara Fuji with that win four and six. That's a much needed one. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it ever? All right, Myogiryu was up next against Tobizaru. Tobizaru coming into this bout seven losses in a row. Myogiryu looked like he wanted this one over quickly. His thrusting attacks forced Tobizaru back. But then Tobizaru got to work and... We've seen the strategy from him before. If you can just get enough thrusts going, one of these are going to hit. Uh, and one attack did connect sweetly and Myogiri stumbled backwards. But as Myogiri came back to engage, Tobizaru tried to pull. Now, Myogiri kept his feet here. It was a good pull attempt, but Myogiri kept his feet under him and then... What happens here is Tobizaru has pulled Myogiryu into what we call the winning zone and a simple push was all that was needed to seal this one for Myogiryu. Yeah, he really committed to that pull, Tobizaru. It felt like he almost gave three separate tugs on yeah. it. It was, <laughs> it was so long uh, and he just didn't want to admit that uh, Myogiryu wouldn't go down. So that's eight wins in a row for him. Eight losses eight in a row Eight losses in a row. Yep. Yikes. Had a little run into the third row, fourth row again. Loves to run out there where someone can cough on him. <laughs> <laughs> Toby Zari is one and nine. When we see a win from him, everyone's going to go bananas internally because um, it'll be nice to see him. Memories. Pick up a win. Miyogiryu, he's four and six. Hoshoryu up now against Hokuto Fuji. Hokuto Fuji put everything into this touchy eye. A high Nodawa attack kept Hoshoryu off balance and up quite high. Hoshoryu, though, he found his feet, he counterattacked, fought his way off the bales all the time with Hokuto Fuji's hand glued to his throat. Hoshoryu broke loose here. He finds an opening to pull Hokuto Fuji forward. Now here, Hoshoryu springs around the back, drives Hokuto Fuji out. Okuridashi. Oh, another it's happened again. to the Okuridashi Basho. Another sacrifice. Hoshoryu, the hype of this man. At the moment, he kept his legs wide, which can lead to problems, but he's just pretty stable. He survived a few Hokuto Fuji specials, the flails banging his head into him, which he always does, uh, the shoves, and he found his own position to win from. It was their first time meeting. Ah, uh, that's interesting. A bit of a surprise, yep. maybe. Yep. I mean, Hoshoryu, he just continues to delight. Yeah. Love watching him. Uh, this was a great bout, um, but Hoshori just he just feels when he's on, he's on. It did take him a few bouts to get going here. The first three or four days of this basho weren't great for him. Yeah. 
Um, but now he's an excitement machine. He is an excitement machine and he could confidently get on social media tonight after that win. He's five and five now. Hokuto Fuji at Maegashira 1 is on the road to Kachikoshi. He's three and seven. Only five more, mate. You can do it. Wakataka Kage was up next against Daesho. Wakataka Kage matched the Daesho thrusting attacks out of the touchy eye, but we all knew this couldn't last long. Wakataka Kage moved in close, and with the the Daesho guns, they were locked up in the cupboard. He bodies <laughs> Daesho back to the bales. Daesho grabbed the arm of Wakataka Kage as he powered forward, swung him around, and while they crashed over the bales together, the Gyoji gives this one to Wakataka Kage. The boys in black, they were happy with this call. It was interesting because you watched this after I did and you were like, well, this has to be a mono weave. Yes. So the camera angle showing them fall down the first time, uh, I didn't see it as clearly as it it looked afterwards. Um, I was looking for the boys in black to get up, I have to admit. They didn't. It was uh, given to Wakataka Kage and the replay showed that it was was much more clear that uh, Daesho fell first. Wakataka Kage, yeah, the key... For him there, because how do you combat those thrusts? The key was him anchoring on the Tawara and, as you said, coming back, getting close to Daesho and nullifying the the thrusts a little bit and then doing his own brand of sumo, yeah. um, which is so strong at the moment. So once he got himself in a position to win, he could do that. Yes. <laughs> it was a little bit lucky at the edge, though, I thought. Like oh, he was... fell on a... Bad angle, very close. It was very, very close, wasn't it? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's a win for yep. Wakataka Kage. He's six and four. Daesho is four and six. He is sniffing at that Komasubi position, isn't well, he? Wants he... to take it from him. Well, yeah. Don't start me on this. <laughs> he absolutely should be Komasubi already. And we need to start referring to him as the honorary Komasubi. Well, he's doing a lot to make it an actual Komasubi with his performance so far. Meisei up next against Sekiwake Takanosho. And Takanosho was in the driver's seat out of the touchy eye as he demolished Meisei and drove him backwards. On the bales, though, Meisei steps out of the way of the final attack and Takanosho crashed to the ground at the same time Meisei steps out. This one was given to Takanosho and this time Amodawi was called. Yeah, it was the second one in a row where the angle that we saw it from, you couldn't see Meisei step out. Takanosho going down totally blocked it, but Meisei had stepped out well before and the angle clearly showed that. So the Amodawi was very quick uh, and they called the win for Takanosho. But again, it was very, very close for him. I mean, it wasn't because Meisei stepped out. It was less close than the previous bout, but you know, he was still falling. He was pretty wild today. I don't know if he was a bit too wild, but I have called him out for being too passive before yeah, well, instead of not going for it. So maybe yeah. it was a good win. And look, against Maysay, that's probably the right style mm. to go with. Um, I'll show you someone else. I can't quite figure out his style. Like Tobizaru, uh, what would you so, – I mean, it's it's Oshie. It's moving forward. Yeah. I think he's he's – he wins more than I'd like on the back foot, yeah. but I think he's very capable of, um, yeah, Oshi thrusting attacks. Mm. Um, this basher, though, it's been a little bit hard to tell because he's four and six. Yep. Uh, so yep, not sure. a lot of data on the wins there. Maysay, uh, with that loss, is on the same score. 
Well, this brings us in to the final four bouts. We have our four Ozeki fighting at the end of the day. Ozeki Asunayama up against Komasubi Mitakumi. And this felt like a dangerous one for Asunayama. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I think so, especially with Mitakumi in, in fine form. Yep. This was a slow and technical bout, though, when it uh, unveiled itself to us. Mitakumi wanted to get in close and use the body to drive Asunayama back, but Asunayama responded well by giving up on his own attempts on Mitakumi's belt, and he just went and grabbed the body to match Mitakumi. The bout hung in the balance as Mitakumi worked a right hand on Asunyama's belt and Asunyama knew that this was his time. He used that upper body grip to lift and swing Mitakumi around towards the bales before taking him over with a push, a yorikiri win for him. Yeah, he totally kept Mitakumi under control. I think um, normal Mitakumi in the last few years would have been put away maybe even a little bit earlier yeah. than that. <laughs> yeah. So he actually did do okay in defence in my eyes. But, yeah, Sunny with that much-loved Uate position, able to stay firmly in control. Mm. Even at six and four, I'd say that was a much-needed oh, well, win for him. Was it ever? I mean, what was he? So he was 5-4 coming into this. A 6-4 is a good way for him to go into Wednesday. Mitakumi, Komasubi, Looking for his eighth win today. Couldn't get it. Maybe tomorrow he's seven and three. Poor old Kiribayama coming into this one on two and seven has to face up against Ozeki Terunofuji, currently undefeated. Absolutely terrifying in how good his form is. Terunofuji out of the touchy eye reached around and grabbed the back of Kiribayama's belt. And while Kiribayama did a good job to keep his hips out of reach for a second or two, it just wasn't enough. Terunofuji lent in, landed the other hand on the belt and slammed Kiribayama over the bales. Yeah, broke Kiribayama's grip. Got his own, of course. <laughs> Just masterful. Yeah. Kiribayama put up a tiny, I mean, he, he really gave it a shot. He always will, Kiribayama. He's, he's not, he was lifted up into the air a previous time we won't mention, but he wasn't today. <laughs> well, so maybe we can take this as a positive for yeah, him today. Yeah, no legs waving. Yeah. Terunofuji did wince a little bit at the end and rub ah, his left arm. Okay. Uh, it felt like something more that had happened in the bout that was a little bit acute rather mm. than something that would continue on, but maybe something to look out for. But he has moved to 10 and 0. He's unbeaten. And Kiribayama, that's his Makakoshi, 2 and 8. Ozeki Shodai up against Sekiwake Takayasu. Takayasu slammed a left hand on the belt and Shodai looked in a lot of trouble very early on in this one. Takayasu yanked and moved Shodai around, but to Shodai's credit, he did stay balanced and even tried to reverse this one at one point. Look, I'm really trying to look for positives here for Shodai because Takayasu was just too strong. Too fast in the end as he powered Shodai over the bales. Yeah, right from that Maimitsu grip, I was supremely worried for Shodai. Yeah. You can, I mean, he, he tried to break it, as you said. He sort of wiggled his hips mm. and jerked away from Takayasu. But, uh, yeah, he knew what to do, Takayasu. Just too powerful at the moment. One more win for him to get his Kachikoshi. He's seven and three at Sekiwake. So that's, that's really good news for him. It's nice to see him fighting so well. Well, more than nice. Glorious. It is absolutely glorious. Shorto, that's four losses in a row now. Yeah, right. Four in a row. Yeah. That's a real spiral for him. I think he's yep. a he's a head ricochet as absolutely. well. Absolutely. He's gone floppy. 
He's look, in real trouble. And this was the wrong uh, opponent to try to get your confidence back against. Yeah. Well, it gets worse for him from here, won't it? Oh, it gets a lot worse. He's got to fight the other Ozeki in the last three days. Oh, boy. Shodai 5-5, five, five, Takiyasu 7-3. and three. This brings us to the last bout of the day. Maigashira 5, Onosho, up against Ozeki Takakesho. This was the old 1-2-3 from Takakesho yeah. today. One push. <laughs> Two pushes, three pushes, and it was over. Yeah, two from the front, one from the side. The Takakesho special, he's he's doing all right. He really did dispatch of Onosho here. Yeah, uh, I mean, we haven't seen him do the, this series of thrusts so much lately. I think maybe Rikishi know to get out of the way, but Onosho didn't have anywhere to go. No, he has beaten him three times, but it wasn't to be today with Takakesho in good nick. He's eight and two. So as we come to the leaderboard here, Tucker Show is two behind. Can anyone beat this man, Terunofuji? I should say first that Onosho is six and four. Can anyone beat him? I don't know who, but someone can beat him. Yeah, at some point in the future. <laughs> at some point. Look, about six months from now. But it's really not about one person beating Terunofuji, is it? We need a series of people right. to beat him to keep this one alive. He's looking very much in control now. Uh Endo. Yes. Good to see his name up there. Yeah, so Terunofuji on 10 and Takakesho and Endo on seven wins. So obviously still mathematically in the race. Has Terunofuji fought Endo yet? He has not. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Interesting. Well, he's not fighting him tomorrow, I can tell you that much. Who is he fighting Terunofuji is fighting Miyogiryu. Mm. The last bout of the day, we've got Shodai up against Onosho. Asunayama is taking on Takanosho. Takayasu takes on Takakesho. They've met 13 times before. Takayasu has a 7-6 advantage. I think this could be bout of the day. Yeah, that would be very interesting. I'm just uh, trying to work out if Terunofuji would... He wouldn't fight Endo unless they bring Endo up because Endo's down at... Uh, he's Magashira Magashira five. Eight. Oh, eight. Yeah. Yep. So they'll bring yeah. him up if he keeps going well. Yeah, probably though it'd have to be Thursday, given that Friday, Saturday, Sunday, mm. he'll be fighting the other Ozeki. Yeah, need to do some yeah. diagrams. Mm. We might need to get the old whiteboard out for that one. Uh, Endo tomorrow takes on Chiyotairu. Oh, easy as. <laughs> they've got a 9-8 record. <laughs> do they? They've got a 9-8 record and it's Chiyotairu's way on that. Oh, really? So... Oh. oh, there you go. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on Sumo Mainichi. We'll be back here tomorrow on the same podcast, same time, to bring you all the action from day 11. Bye-bye. Yeah.